Welcome, 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 fellow techies. For those of you who may not know me, my name is Gabe, and I'm going to be your host. Tech Talent Talk is brought to you by Tech Talent South, a tech education company that strives to foster and cultivate the tech ecosystem in all of the locations that we are in. We have courses from code immersion to JavaScript application development to big data analytics, you name it. If you are interested in or have ever considered moving into the tech scene but don't know where to start, go take a look at our website, Think Big, Then Do Something Big. But without further ado, I want to welcome the amazing Victoria and Tanya from Accenture. Thank you guys for coming. I'm super happy that y'all are here. Uh, We have been trying to get you on for God, how long? It's been like months oh, now, wow. but we finally landed, you guys, and I'm super happy that y'all are here. So I know, we're super excited. Yeah. So, uh, everyone, I want to welcome Victoria and Tanya from Accenture. Welcome, guys. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourselves and um, what y'all do and why y'all chose to do that. Um, well, I can go first. Um this is Victoria, by the way, but I am originally just kind of more personal. Like, I'm not from San Antonio. I'm not even from Texas. I'm actually from the Midwest. Um, I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, but I have been in San Antonio now about five years, um, as of Thanksgiving Day, actually. Oh, my so goodness. we moved here literally on Thanksgiving, and my parents had already relocated here, like, the previous, like, October, so that's kind of, like, our marker for, like, how long we've lived here. Um, former military brat, my dad was in the Navy, um, for, um, the majority of my life, but, um, he was based mainly out in California when he retired, we moved to Wisconsin, and then I basically was raised in Wisconsin from, like, the time that I was, like, five. Um, so, um, I do have a Schoxer, which is a Boxer German Shepherd mix named Sadie, and I have a bearded dragon named Norma. Um, so love animals, love pets, um, more professional wise, um, you know, I've been at Accenture now, um, over a year, um, doing campus recruiting, um, really, really trying to get into more inclusion and diversity in the tech talent, um, area, um, specifically more African Americans in technology, um, Hispanic, Latino, um, and women in technology, of course, as well. Um, so I've been doing that now for the last year with Accenture, and before that, I was recruiting for a startup, um, which was lots of experience, very tough lesson <laughs> learned as well, and then before that, I got into recruiting um, at an agency. Okay. Um, so that's kind of where it started, and I didn't even know recruiting existed until I moved to San Antonio, because mm-hmm. we just didn't have that in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Milwaukee was just more of like, you know, you go in, you apply, and you just kind of pray for the best to yeah. happen. So we, I never even knew of something like a recruiter existed until I moved here. So yeah, that's a little bit about myself. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so this is Tanya, um, and I'm a lot like Victoria. I'm not from San Antonio. I'm actually from Laredo, Texas. It's about two and a half hours away from yes. Uh, San Antonio. Um, I moved here a few years ago to attend UTSA and I got my degree in management with a minor in marketing and right after I graduated uh, a job at a healthcare company and I was a recruiter there. Um, It's a high volume um, job so a lot of hiring, you know, 10 people a week 
on average. And then uh, one of my uh, friends from college, um, she told me, you know, hey, you're doing such a great job at, at the place that you're working at right now. Um, do you want to apply to Accenture? And I said, sure. Um, so I applied. I went, came, went in for the interview, and I got it pretty much immediately. Um, and I've been here at Accenture for about almost a year now. Um, but a lot like Victoria, I didn't know that I was going to get into recruiting. It just kind of happens. Um, I had a lot of friends that did go into um, human resources or like business management type of jobs. Um, and a lot of them say, you know, you have such a cool job, you get to meet new people each day. And it is, I mean, it's like, it's like that all the time. I feel like I, it's never boring, it's always different. Um, on a more personal note, um, I think in the future I'd like to possibly move further up north somewhere. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, we, this was not approved by the podcast. Okay, first off, I'm just kidding. I try to keep everyone here in San Antonio. Ask my first guest, Laura. <clears throat> yes. Um, I mean, I love San Antonio. I feel like it's become like a home for me, but um, I, I think I'm ready for a change mm-hmm. sometime soon, but not tomorrow. Um <laughs> And I have a dog. Uh, her name is Valentina. She's a Yorkie. She's about five years old. Um, a small one or a medium? Because they're, they're she, like different sizes, right? She's more of like a medium, but she's still little. She's only eight pounds. Oh my goodness. So she's literally so little. cute. Yeah, I saw a picture of her the other day. I'm you like, need to bring her. her. Yeah. She's really cute. Oh my god. Teddy would love <laughs> to have her as a friend. <laughs> So what made y'all want to move to San Antonio? I, okay, Victoria, I'm assuming maybe it was your family that kind of like, because they were here, you kind of wanted to be here? Yeah, so funny story. So when I was a senior in high school, I was in economics. I took economics over history. Why? I, yeah. I don't know. But um, we had to do like this life project. Like it was like all we got this assignment, like basically the first week of the semester. And he's like, you can take the whole semester to do it. It's basically your final. And so in this project, we had to basically, like, outline our life, like, from the time that we graduate high school, go to college, get jobs, and everything like that. And it's kind of based on, like, what you want to do. But in all of that, we had to look at the economics of it all, too. So it's like, oh, you want to move here? Well, you need to look at the cost of living and, like, how much does uh, a recruiter make in whatever, whatever. At the time, I wanted to be a vet. And so that's still kind of, like, my passion, but it's kind of turned into more of, like, animal rescue <laughs> yeah. so but just anyways but so for whatever reason I picked San Antonio Texas as my city never been to San Antonio wow, okay. never <laughs> even like had a second thought of it I literally just kind of like looked at the map I just knew I didn't want to be in Wisconsin I have never liked snow I was forced to live there for <laughs> oh, the majority no. of my life and so <laughs> um so it kind of started there and then you know fast forward like you know eight or nine years later when I will have it and um probably actually a little less than that like more like five six years later um my parents you know my dad was transferring his job it happened to be in San Antonio and my parents just kind of moved down here on a whim and at that time I had actually gotten laid off from my job so I completely restarted went back to serving to like make ends meet and my boyfriend at the time now husband um 
you know, I was like, I'm moving to San Antonio with my parents. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm moving to San Antonio. Um, bye. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I had a wow. window of opportunity and I just took it. And it was so funny because, you know, two days before I was driving down in my little Sonic hatchback with the dog and whatever clothes I could stuff in my trunk slash backseat. He was like, I'm coming with you. And so we drove down here right when the biggest storm, uh, like blizzard up there was like on its way in. We drove through the blizzard as it was on its way into, you know, the city and we just never looked back. So that's just kind of what happened. And it wasn't even anything like, oh, I moved for work. I moved from like, no, I just moved because I just wanted to. <laughs> so, and that's yeah, my, I'm really, I'm really close with my parents. So especially my dad, they were both down here and I was like, I don't have anything left like I can't live in a separate state from my parents and my siblings so it just kind of what ended up happening and we yeah. love it we just fell in love with it so we're here for quite some time I don't think if we do leave it'll be quite some time from now so that's good to know yeah yeah Tanya well that's great and Tanya what made you want to move up to San Antonio um it was mostly school so um I mean being from Laredo Texas I mean it's only about two and a half hours away so whenever my parents wanted to just get us out of the city they would just bring us here we go to um north star mall of course um and just to, like go eat like anything just yeah. anything different because it was such a small town we didn't even have like a red lobster or like an olive garden at the time we were so little and wow. the town was so little so um they bring us here and um when it came down to applying to, to you know colleges they just told I just was like, you know what, let's just go to San Antonio, and I, I got in, and I also got accepted in other schools, like University of Houston, Texas State, um, UNT, University of Dallas, wow. uh, I just, I just got, I, I just came here, I'll St. Mary's, yes, go, go and, St. Mary's, go Rattlers, so UTSA what, TSA was oh, yeah. the one that, was the one that gave me the most money, gotcha, yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good, good read. Yeah, <laughs> I, good I hear you. <laughs> that I should have. Uh, well, that's good. And so, what did you major in in at UTC? Uh, business management. Oh, nice. Okay. So, do you miss it? When, how long ago was it when that you graduated? Uh, twenty seventeen. Okay. Do you miss it? Do you yes, miss the college? Okay. Everyone says I'm weird because like I miss that like pressure of a deadline of like like having to like write an essay. Because my, my major was in philosophy, so we didn't really have any tests. We had essays and long essays, and I missed that, like, the pressure of, like, like having to do it all um, and then editing it all, like, the night before that it's due and then going to class just dead. Uh, I don't know why. I miss that so much. I Right? It's, I don't know. It's, like it's so weird for me because I went to art school, so we didn't have oh, papers right. yeah. or anything. Like, yeah, I went for interior design and, like, marketing and... Cannot use it anywhere. Couldn't use it in Milwaukee. There's like no interior design. And the art institute, I went to the art institute. And so the art institute nice. in Milwaukee was so new at the time that they hadn't even had a graduated class yet. So, like, obviously the art institute had been around for a while, but the Milwaukee location just was so, 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 so new. Like, they hadn't even like started the culinary because they didn't have a kitchen built or anything like that yet. So, so my deadlines were like paintings and like, sketches and color palettes and having to like render all kinds of things and like yes. make like a whole blueprint and you know all kinds of stuff so it was like more like artistic wise I don't think I've I mean yeah like our, our exams were just really large projects 
Do you I miss it though? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think if I could do it all over again, I definitely would, but I definitely wouldn't have gone to art school. I, I Now looking back at it and like where I am today, I totally would have gone to school for computer science. Oh, wow. And I wish somebody would have told me that. Because That's we, I mean, we hired developers and software engineers and kind of just like realizing like technology is forever. It's either technology yeah. or medical and I don't like blood. So yeah. it w- would have been Indian. technology. So, yeah. you know, now that I think about like, I wish somebody would, would have slapped me. Why are you going to art school? You can't use it. You can't do anything with it. Unless you, yeah. I mean, unless like you open your own business or anything, mm-hmm. not to knock anybody with a, you know, art degree. I have one, but I'm not using it, obviously. Yeah. So unless you have a plan on how you can use it, I would probably I, just No, I agree. Mind. Like, that was what my degree felt like. Yeah. I'm not using it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love St. Mary's, though, by the way. I have to give them a shout out. Uh, but, um, but my philosophy degree, I went into the philosophy degree thinking that I was going to go into law school. And then I took a law semester, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible experience. And so it took me about two years to actually find like what I was really good at and to finally build that experience. So I get it. I mm-hmm. totally get it. I think my idea was I wanted to be this interior designer, and I wanted to be the person that designed offices and designed you know wow. like architecture and everything like that and then you know kind of when I got into it I still love doing that in the spare in my spare time mm-hmm. like you can ask my husband like I'm always doing something with our place so it doesn't stop but um you know like going into it and then getting the degree and like there not being any jobs yeah. unless I moved somewhere where I would literally probably be living on the streets yeah. um it was just really hard so um I ended up just kind of taking up you know, I served and bartended a lot, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of a, a chance in like a corporate environment, and just kind of mm-hmm. took that and ran with it. So. Okay. Well, so then my next question is. Um, oh, that's what I was gonna say. You want to be like the next Joanna G- Gaines, like oh, better yeah. than her, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like. I'm so addicted to that show, and I'm like, yeah, crown molding up there. We can get rid of all of these walls and just, like, make a huge space. <laughs> my husband and I are house hunting right now, so when I walk into a place, I'm like, oh, my God, look at that exposed brick. Look at these vaulted ceilings. Like, oh, my God, that everything. And he's like, the kitchen's nice. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, yeah, look at these granite quartz countertops. He's like, how can you even tell they're quartz? I'm like, I don't know. I just know. That's so funny. Um... So, okay, so then the next, I kind of want to get into the next question, because now we're going to be getting into, like, what you guys are actually doing. Um, So one, uh, we kind of got into how you got into recruitment. Um, uh, You guys kind of said you kind of stumbled upon it, Mm -hmm. and you guys didn't really know that it kind of existed. What, has there been a point in your career now that you're like, oh, this is, this, I made the right choice, like, this is where I, I need to be, or are you in a point where you're kind of still searching if this is what you're wanting to do? Um, I can go first. I would, it's going to sound super, super corny, but I really do think that I've found, like, my place. Like, I, we have really hard days sometimes, and sometimes we have really, really great days, and it comes with a lot of highs and lows, but I think every day, like, I kind of have, like, a sense of gratification and, like, a sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um and so I didn't get that anywhere else before. And every day is different. And I'm a person that gets pretty bored pretty easily, especially when it's like a day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Every single day is the same thing. 
And so I don't feel like that at all. And I I really think, you know, every day I, I you know, I'm able to just like come along the lawn or go into the office or what have and, you know, really be able to get things done. And I know like at some point or another, like we are making a difference in people's lives. And it's like, I mean, you, you might not be a doctor or anything like that, but, you know, people are applying to jobs because they need a job. They need a change in career or, you know, I've, there've been a couple of times where I've offered somebody and that was like their break. Like they like had a year from HE double hockey sticks and this was their first big break. And I've had people cry on the phone because that's all they wanted was a chance. And so, yeah, you know, in this day and age, there's a lot of parents that are going to school, taking care of their kids and just working full time. And so really, you know, kind of helping those parents as well that want to really get started in a career, especially mm-hmm. in technology is something that's super, super huge. Um, I think my next step that I would really, really like to be is still in recruitment, but I would like to take it a little bit of a step further and get more involved in community. Um, so we partner a lot with schools and, you know, like places like Tech Talk South and everything like that and wanting to hire their people. I would like to actually, my curiosity is kind of spiked to kind of seeing the other end of that, um, being the person that is stepping out in front of recruiting and trying to get my people hired mm-hmm. for, you know, whatever company is looking for that talent. So, um, I think realistically I would like to get more involved in the community, especially with more, African-Americans, Hispanic, Latino, more inclusion and diversity on that side of the spectrum. Um, but I, I mean, right now, I, I would say I'm definitely in the right place. I, I don't see it changing really any too drastically in, in the future unless it's, you know, in the step of the direction that's just more involved in the, having a more of a hand in the community. Yeah. So. And, you know, when I first met you, you were definitely, like, a... I mean, you are a people person. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I can't imagine a better, like, put, you know, you know, not position, but, like, a, a better career for you. And you too, Tanya. Because um, I, I met you the first time... Or the first time I met you was at the company crawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Victoria, when did... I don't know when I first met you. I think I kind of, like like... One of our employees, Deidre, who is a student here. That's right, I remember. She put me in contact with you, and then myself and our lead, Erica, came out, and we just kind of had to sit down with you. Yes. And then it just kind of... That was such a good conversation. Yes, it was so great. <laughs> so. Yes, I so I can't I can't imagine. I mean, there are probably there's so many roles for people people, and so but like this is such a great role for you, and I get the community aspect. It's so fun to be in a community and be part of different communities and get to see all of that. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So, so Tanya. Yeah, I mean, I think also you know giving people an opportunity is is great. I get to wake up every day and know that. Um, I'm going to give somebody the chance to put food on, you know, the family's table. He's giving them the, the, the job. And, um, you know, I've given people a job before and they'll say, um, thank you so much. I can't believe it. You know, I'm so, I'm so grateful for this. And, you know, now I'm going to be able to, um, like, provide a better uh, life for my kids or, or what have you. And um, that's, I just think it's really Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I think this is really the, the job for me. Yeah. I think it kind of just, like, makes us, like, makes our hearts, like, a little bit more warm, especially mm-hmm. when, like, mm-hmm. you know, we talk to so many people a day, mm-hmm. and, like, we, I, you know, speaking for everyone, I know I get this a lot, is, like, we always have, like, that one person that we're really, really rooting for, and, like, 
you kind of really are able to connect with these people and, yeah. you know, why are you looking for a job? And sometimes we don't even have to ask. They're, they just kind of tell us and, you know, it's like, I, you know, I'm just really looking to start my career and yeah. I want to show my son or my daughter or whoever is looking up to them that, you know, they can do it too. And so yeah. a lot of the people that we do talk to are like first generation college students too. So like they're the first like people in their family to go to college and get their degree and so it's like that's something that's super huge for them and so you know they've got parents living in san antonio as well we get a lot of people that have parents that are you know still in mexico and you know they are trying to help provide for their families there too and it's you know it's like you know everyone has a different story and i think you know for me it's like the people that are kind of like the underdogs a little bit it's like I really, really root for them. I actually just hired somebody in project management that she's doing really, really well now, and she's like, I'm able to finally provide for my kids, like how I want to provide for my kids. I don't have to rely oh, on anybody else. So I don't good. have to rely on my my boyfriend or my husband, you know, what yeah. have it. And you know, she's like, I'm finally able to do what I want to do, and I love what I'm doing right now, and like that makes my heart super warm. So yeah, <laughs> I like it a lot. I bet I I I would assume that you guys get a bunch of emails like like those like those kinds of emails saying thank you so much mm-hmm. or yeah. phone calls like I bet that is like the best feeling in the world mm-hmm. oh my god I'd probably start crying yeah. <laughs> there's been a couple times where I'm like mm, shed a tear but yeah I get people and I like I when I do get them I sometimes post them on LinkedIn and it's like this is why I do what I do like I'm mm-hmm. having the crappiest day and like yeah. you know it can be such a challenging day and then like Someone will pay me like, hey, I just want to let you know, like I started, I got through a new joint orientation, and mm-hmm. thank you so much. Like I could not be, I would not be here if you hadn't called me or emailed me. And you yeah. know, I'm so excited to be here and have like my career with Accenture. Like someone actually just, uh, we we use Microsoft Teams, and everyone's connected. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are in the company. Mm-hmm. If you're Accenture Federal, like you are connected on link on not LinkedIn on Teams. Okay, gotcha. Um, just kind of like Skype, and so you can type in someone's name. And they'll pop right up. And so I get, I, I got a ping last week, actually, or this week. And she, she was like, hey, I'm adding you to my contacts. And I just want to let you know, like, thank you so much. I, oh, man. I'm already in love with my job. Like, it's so nice. And it's, like, so refreshing. It's, like, there's so many people out there that are so grateful. And it's, like, really nice. I get it. Yeah, that's, it's, it's not part of my role. But, I mean, well, part of my role is to kind of be at the forefront of our student success. And that's kind of plugging them into the right, you know, areas. And whenever they do get plugged into, like, the right areas, like, whether it be just, like, the tech community or a job or just anything that can, like, help them advance, like, my heart starts, like, pumping super fast and I get super (laughs) excited and I just, I want to cry because, like, I see these people who come through the boot camp Mm -hmm. and I see them struggle and, and, and a good kind of struggle because, like, they're pushing themselves in ways that they might not have pushed themselves in years. It, they're seeing themselves in a situation that they don't want to be in, and they're trying to fix it, and they're changing it for the better. And, and that's something that whenever I see them succeed, whether it be just, like, actually getting out of their comfort zone and going to a meetup and networking, mm-hmm. or whether it be going just to, like, an interview, even if they don't get that job, like, an interview, like, that just makes my heart jump for joy because it's so good to see it. Um, and so... Uh, as far as uh, the next kind of question that I wanted to get into, um, as a recruiter at Accenture, what do you look for in potential candidates? More specifically for boot camp candidates, um, because this podcast is geared towards boot campers. Um, but I mean, you can answer it however way you want it. But 
Yeah, so as a recruiter, I always try to find people that are just generally up for a challenge. You know, I've, I've hired a variety of different candidates that go into our boot camp and they're not 18, 20, 21 years old. They're, they're much older, they're well into a career possibly. And, um, you know, they'll say, they'll tell me, hey, I don't know what you're telling me right now, but I'm up for that challenge. I'm up, I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna learn. And that's what I look for. I think if you, I mean, I think you need the knowledge, but I think a large part of it is also your willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, our motto is that we always look for people that have um, attitude and aptitude. Um, so that's that's really what we look for in a, in a candidate. Um, we look for people that are professional, or per- personable, detail-oriented, and passionate about starting a new career. Right. And so how does, or does going to a boot camp rather than like a traditional college, does that play any part? Do you all kind of survey them differently? One of the things that I really, really love about Accenture is um, anybody can apply. It doesn't matter where you're at in your career, where you're at in your education. I personally have hired individuals that did not go to college, that mm-hmm. don't have an associates, um, you know, or they're currently, you know, pursuing that, you know, associates, but they also need, you know, we live in a world where people are pursuing their education and working full time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually just thinking um, of a candidate that I'm actually, you know, I, I think is really, really sharp. He actually just started with us. Um, he did not get his associates, but in his spare time, he was just kind of doing things on his own and, you know, doing the boot camps like, you know, what Tech Talent South offers or, you know, doing online certifications and really just learning on his own time because he really actually enjoyed doing things technology-wise. He, like, built his own app just for fun. And so it's, like, it's those people that really kind of stand out to us because those are the people that really enjoy technology, really love working with, you know, coding and programming and learning different languages. Um, And he, you know, ended up passing his interview with us, and now he's starting, he's already started with us. He started with us on the 9th, I believe. And so um, he's a couple days in already. And so it's, like, we kind of going back to attitude and aptitude. It's, like, you know... Mm -hmm are you up for a challenge and you know you may not be classically trained as somebody that went and got their four-year degree and took all these computer science classes but you know in your own time that's different because you're doing it not because you have to you're doing it because Mm -hmm. you want to and those are the people that we really really like too and you know it's those people that end up doing really really well in the role too because you know they were given a chance and so um you know I've, i've hired people that don't have any background in technology but they've taken the time to learn it in their own yeah. time and so that's just something that really really stands out and our managers love that and so you know it's just kind of like those people that really just kind of went out on a limb they're not getting anything in return and they're just doing it because they wanted to just challenge themselves or yeah. they just wanted to learn something new and so anybody can apply and we you know we do have roles that are more I guess <clears throat> education specific but um, we also have a lot of roles that aren't and so yeah you know, it's really just kind of coming down to who you are and, you know, what you've been doing and, you know, why you want to work for us. And so... That's awesome. Yeah. That's good to hear that. And especially, you know, working for a coding boot camp, it's, it's good to know that there are companies like Accenture out there mm-hmm. that are willing to take a chance on non-traditional students mm-hmm. who... I, I think going to boot camp, like I was saying earlier, it, it, it does take a certain um, stamina because 
some of these people are working full time, um, and they're coming to school full time to like Tecton South, um, and it's hard for them. And just to see them do it and to succeed in it, I think it's an awesome thing. So, is it possible to know if a candidate is right for a position just by looking at their resume? Um, if if yes, like what are those things that you're looking for? Um, I would say yes and no. Um, so, I think as a recruiter, you know, we're con we never really stop sourcing. I think even when we're off the clock, like if we spark up a conversation with somebody and we're out to eat or something, and we find out like our server is like going to school for tech or something, that we're like, oh, hey, you know, reach out to me, you know. But um, I think. As a recruiter, you know, we come across those resumes that are like, you know, really stellar resumes. They have all the skills that we're looking for. They have their degree in computer science. They've been interning or working in a technology-specific role. And it's like, wow, this person would be a really, really great fit for one of our developer positions. I want to pick up the phone right now and call them. Um, and then, you know, we have resumes that we've come across that are like, oh, it could be maybe a little bit more polished, but you know what, they've got some tech and it looks like they're they're not working mm -hmm. in, a, in a technology specific role right now, but they listed on their skills and their summary that, you know, they know several different languages. So, yeah. you know, maybe they're doing something in their spare time. Um, and so, um, but again, kind of going back to attitude and aptitude, it really does sometimes come down to the person because, what we see on paper sometimes isn't the person that, you know, we were rooting for. And it's like, I found a really bright, really strong candidate. And then, you know, we find out later on after their interview that they didn't pass. Um, and, you know, when we ask, you know, probing questions, you know, like, oh, can you tell me why? Because we have to give that feedback to them. And obviously, me having been a candidate before interviewing mm -hmm. different places, I want to know what I did wrong so I can apply it to my next interview and kind of take it as a learning experience. I try to provide that to people. Um, but... You know, it could be something as, you know, mundane as, um, you know, they just didn't research the company. Yeah. Or, you know, they weren't dressed professionally. Or, yeah. you know, they had a really great resume. They were very sharp. But, you know, they don't like working on a collaborative team. And so it's like, it could be something as simple as that. Or it could be, you know, something as, you know, even though he had really great skills, he just wasn't, he or she just wasn't strong enough in this language. And we're looking yeah. for something that's a little bit more polished. And then we've had people where, you know, we've sent in for interviews and we're like, well, we're really reaching with this person, but we really believe in them. And they pass with flying colors because mm -hmm. they took the time to research the company. They took the time to ask questions to the managers. Yeah. They had more of a conversational interview. They took part in, you know, one of our exercises in some of our interviews is they'll ask you to write code or correct code on a whiteboard. And so if you're going in for a developer position, you should, you know, have an idea of the fundamentals of how to code. Yeah. Um, and so we've had people where the feedback was like they refuse to answer certain questions. And it's like, you know, why would we hire them if they can't even do this in an interview when, like, how are you supposed to know if they're going to do this on the job? Um, you know, we can't really have people that are refusing to yeah. take part in a very specific needed part in the interview. And then, you know, we have people that are like, I, I just want to learn. I'm willing to learn. I'm very easily coachable, like, you know, things like that. And they, they pass and they do really, really great in these roles. And so you can have a stellar, holy grail resume with all the skills, mm. everything that we're looking for and, you know, still not pass. And again, it really comes down to the person. And so yeah. 
That's why I say yes and no. It's because I've come across those resumes where they've been really great and the person passes. And I've also come across those resumes where it's been a really great resume and the person doesn't pass. And it really kind of comes down to the person and who you are and, you know, just kind of how your interview goes and yeah. everything like that. So I, I tell everyone all the time when I talk to them when I'm scheduling their interview, please research the company. I tell them straight up. Like, I've had people fail their interview because they didn't research us. And I'm not asking you to know all about us from, like, dating back to, like, the 1950s. Yeah. But, you know, try to take some time because yeah. you're going to be working for us. You're going to be spending 40 hours a week with us. You know, I would want to work for a company that yeah. is very respectable. And so it's like if you're not even taking the time to do that, then, you know, what makes yeah. you think that we should take the time to, you know, sit down and get to know you if you don't want to get to know us? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think probably... Okay, yeah, it's a, it's a hard question, but yeah, yes and no course. at the same time because, you know, like I said, you get really great resumes and you get some resumes that are really great and they might not be perfect, but it's like you still want to talk to them and kind of yeah. see what you've been up to, so. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Hopefully that answered the question. No, it did. It answered it great. But I do know a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people do have these questions and a lot of people do want to know, like, what is it that y'all are looking for? And that answered it perfectly. You kind of encapsulated everything that I, I was going to ask you in the sub-questions. <laughs> so, great. So, um, as, okay, so that kind of, like, leads us into LinkedIn. Uh, can you give our listeners some tips on what uh, to look for or what you look for in a resume um, and on LinkedIn? Yeah, so for a resume specific, um, you know, we look for a candidate that put a lot of time and a lot of attention to detail into their resume. So sometimes we'll get resumes that, you know, come with a cover letter and it'll say, dear HR professional in, you know, different company that's not ours. And you'll, you'll, it'll kind of take you back and say, well, it's just that they were applying to so many jobs that they didn't. Notice oh, that they yeah, were yeah, using yeah. a different name oh, from no. a different company. Um, so, I mean, I think the, the best tip that I can give them is to just um, really look at your resume, make sure that it's updated. Um, and, you know, personally, when I've been applying to jobs, I don't apply to just one specific type of job. There's no job that's, you know, the same as, you know, the other ones that you'll see out there. So if you're applying to, let's say, a business operations position, um, because you have some administrative background. You, know, you won't use that same resume for you know, a position in entry-level technology. You know, so you, you should highlight different skills um, for different positions on each resume that you use and make sure you're attaching the correct one, yeah. of course. Um, and as far as your LinkedIn, I think just keeping it updated, it's, I mean, it's something that you know, it's very fast, you know, taking a professional picture, um, putting, you know, a really good headline as to what you're looking for, um, you know, what type of jobs you're looking for, and um, just, you know, adding connections and um, just being active on there. You know, we, we don't ask that you're, you know, you're posting every single day, but just that you're you're putting some mm -hmm. time and effort into it. You, you've updated all of your positions on there. Just in case we want to look at your profile, we'll know that you exist. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would also that just kind of, like, add into that, try to have, like, a professional headshot as well. not even a headshot but like a profile picture mm -hmm. there's been a, a few times where I've seen individuals use LinkedIn as more of a personal form of social media mm -hmm. and so that kind of you know kind of puts a sour taste in our mouth a little bit mm -hmm. so it's like if you're being 
you know, you're posting it, it by, you know, by all means, like I sometimes I keep my LinkedIn very professional, but there's some times where it's like, I, you know, I still want people to know that I'm a real person. Like I have a yeah. life outside of work. And so I might post, you know, myself and my husband on our anniversary or, you know, something that personal that's happened to me in my life that I'm very proud of that I want to share with, you know, my, um, you know, my LinkedIn connections and everything like that. Um, and so by all means do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tried I would just try to keep it as professional as possible because you do have employers looking at your profile. And so if you have like, um, you know, a picture that's your profile picture that isn't that professional, like it's like, I'm, I'm just going based on one that I just saw this week. It's like a girl in a bikini. And yeah. so it's like, um, I mean, yeah. if you're like a model, I guess like a professional model, I guess. But even then it's like, you know, if you're obviously not, then you probably should maybe take, you know, if you're going to take a selfie, try to take like a decent one. Or how about your friends just quick take a headshot on a blank wall and can edit everything later or something like yeah. that. So, um, you know, try to keep it as clean as possible. You know, spell check everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't troll anybody. I've seen a couple <laughs> of trolls. <laughs> um, you know, if you're going to get into a debate on LinkedIn, which I've also seen, yeah. you know, try not to be, um, you know, disrespectful in any way. Obviously, everyone is, you know, welcome yeah. to their own opinions, and we all have different viewpoints these days and things like that, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, people see that. You know, it's kind of like Facebook where if somebody's commenting on something repeatedly, it pops up to the top of your timeline. LinkedIn yeah. is the exact same way. They have pretty similar mm-hmm. metrics, and so it's like if I see something that you're debating on and, you know, you're commenting on it, and now you're getting rude and, and crude and everything like that, then I'm going to yeah. kind of question your integrity a little bit, and so that's something that... Um, just kind of be careful of as well. Yeah. That's something that I look for on LinkedIn too is how professional are you? I mean, if you're not using it, fine. But if you're connecting with me on LinkedIn, then, you know, that's what you're try, to, yeah. try to keep it as clean as possible. Yes. <laughs> if you can. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, LinkedIn, I don't think LinkedIn was designed to be like a personal page like Facebook. It was designed to, to build those connections, professional mm-hmm. connections. It, it's your yeah. online public resume. Exactly, and so, yeah. And LinkedIn is literally spelled out for you that way. So it's like, it's just, to me, it's like, just try to keep it clean, keep it professional. You know, I'm even big on social media, yeah. where I'm just like, still be careful, but still, yeah. you know what I mean? Or you like, can leave it in your can mind. find out where you are. It's so easy to find out where you are, who you are, yeah. where you work, and who, who's your boss. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just be careful. <laughs> yes, be careful. So before you apply anywhere, go and take a deep dive into your own LinkedIn, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because everyone else will be doing that for you. Um, but thanks again, uh, you know, so much for coming out and answering these questions. I do want to get into the fast track real quick. The fast track is just three questions and you have to answer it pretty fast, but it's fine. If you don't, I'll just edit out the blank spots and make it sound like you answered it really fast. Okay. Okay. So, um, if you could describe Accenture in one word, what would it be? Inclusive. Okay. Um, if you could... Uh, describe the culture of Accenture, what would it be? It, it can use a sentence. It doesn't have to be one word. A Dynamic. statement. Okay. I would say as far as the culture, it's very noticeable and it's very open. Gotcha. Walking to the office, you can definitely tell that the culture is just there. It doesn't matter yeah. where you are in the, in, in the building, it's just there. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Le Croix or Topo Chico? Topo Chico. 
Uh, that was a good one. Thank you very much. I have to she goes. So oh to my goodness. Everyone go <laughs> to her LinkedIn. Fair. Go to her LinkedIn and tell her to send her links in her DM for where to buy Topo Chicos. <laughs> yes, yes. Go send her Topo Chicos. Live as my husband trial. We'll make sure we, we post a, we'll send you a picture of us trying Topo Chicos. Yes, yes. Put it like in front of a nice sunset. Like do the whole photograph and everything. Do I promise. <laughs> Well, thanks again so much for coming out, and thank you all for listening, um, and until next time, have a great day.